There's no such thing as guilty pleasures, only pleasures. And I think Van Helsing Prep is a real pleasure. You've seen it? Yes, in your character, it's reminiscent of Tess of the D'Urbervilles. Thank you. And welcome to an all-new episode of No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. I'm your host, little-known cartoonist, (laughs) Ken Holtzhauser. And today we're going to go through some of the back alleys of pop culture and find pleasure in some of the strangest of places. So please, join us on this journey. Let's go! Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. I continue to be little-known cartoonist Ken Holtzhauser, and today we're going to go to kind of the grungy side of uh, London for this movie. This is what you'd consider a cult classic. It's a movie that um, is adored overseas. It is it is a huge thing. I remember it made a huge impression on me in the mid-90s when I first saw it, And it's one of those movies that I watch kind of regularly anyway because, well, it's just a lot of fun. Today we're going to talk about With Nail and I. To a delightful weekend in the country. You are cordially invited to spend a carefree weekend in the English countryside. Bask in the warm sunshine. We've gone on holiday by mistake. Enjoy the rustic pleasure of country living. It's going to be so cold in here. It's like Greenland in here. Wants to get down there and have sex with those cows. Partake of fine varietal wine. Oh, drunk. I assure you I'm not, officer. I've only had a few ales. Take lunch at a charming pub. We want the finest wines available to humanity. We want them here, and we want them now. Fraternize with cheery locals. I don't care where you come from. Experience culinary pleasure. I can make it die. There is, you will agree, something je ne sais quoi about a firm young carrot. Fish in the region's streams. Don't threaten me with a dead fish. With Nil and I, a trip worth taking. Absolute and that's the uh, the trailer for With Nail and I. Uh, With Nail and I is a movie written and directed by Bruce Robinson, and it's largely taken from memoirs of his life as a struggling actor growing up. Uh, the movie stars f- uh, recent Oscar nominee Richard E. Grant, former Doctor Who Paul McGann, and former Harry Potter actor Richard Griffiths, and it's it is um, it's kind of it's a grungy movie. It's a very grungy, very funny movie about two uh, struggling out of work actors in the late '60s in London who are tired of living in the abject squalor. That they're living in. And when I say squalor, I mean this movie really, really grunges this thing up. It's there's an ick factor to this for sure. It you see all of the dirty dishes in the sink and you see uh, how hideous it was. And like I said, this is based a lot on 
Bruce Robinson's growing up uh, as a young actor and having this kind of um, grungy lifestyle before he got cast. I think it was in Zeffirelli's uh, Romeo and Juliet. And he got hit on a lot by Zeffirelli, uh, which is part of what will shape this story. Uh, Richard E. Grant plays the title character of Withnail, and Paul McGann plays the I, uh, that is uh, Marwood. They're two young, out-of-work, struggling actors. Marwood, on the other hand, seems to have a certain amount of talent and a certain amount of pedigree. It seems like he's on the verge of being cast, where Withnail is just this uh, incredibly difficult, drunken, petulant character. And the two of them decide that what they need is a trip to the country. So they con um, an acquaintance, an Uncle Monty, who has a house in the country, by, oh dear, by suggesting that uh, Paul McGann's character of Marwood might in fact be homosexual, like Uncle Monty is, which really starts things going for Uncle Monty. It is... Um, it's a movie where you take two uh, quote-unquote sophisticates from London, get them really drunk, and put them in a small little village. There's so many quotable moments, quotable lines. I think my wife and I do the, um, we want the finest wines in the land and cakes virtually anytime we ever go to a shop. Um there's just there's a lot to enjoy in this movie. It, it's really funny. Um, the uh, the Uncle Monty parts might actually strain uh, modern sensibilities a little bit. They're a little coarse, and the fact that Uncle Monty is so smitten by Marwood that he will have him. Uh, either willingly or unwillingly, is definitely a difficult thing to watch in 2020. But um, the movie itself is the first film for Richard E. Grant and Paul McGann, uh, both of whom really kind of become very famous afterwards. Richard E. Grant came to America and started doing movies like Hudson Hawk, where Paul McGann did a lot of British television, a lot of programs like the monocled mutineer, for instance, which really gave him a pedigree in the UK. Uh, there were a lot of people that were up for these parts. I know that um, Bill Nye was one of the people that was up for it. I know uh, Daniel Day Lewis was even up for the Withnail part. Um, but uh, I can't imagine for the life of me anybody but Richard E. Grant playing this character. I just can't. He is uh, he is ferocious. And I mention that Paul McGann was, in fact, a former Doctor Who. And uh, I remember in the mid-90s, when it was first announced, that um, that Paul McGann was going to be the new Doctor Who in an American TV movie. And they had a little section of his credits that said Alien 3, which I hadn't seen yet, it hadn't come out yet, and With Nail and I. And I had already seen With Nail and I thanks to a uh, college campus's video store, which was very well stocked on uh, foreign film. So I thought, oh, wow, from Withnail and I. 
So, of course, mentally, I was absolutely ready for the idea that it was Richard E. Grant because he is so dominant in the film. And it, obviously, it was I, and it was not with Nail, but um, it all worked out well in the end. Um, Richard Griffiths was the star of a show in the UK, I think, called Pie in the Sky. So he he was already a very prominent actor. And uh, seeing him as Uncle Monty... Uh, made the Harry Potter movies difficult. I remember going to see them with my daughters and <laughs> kind of like, oh dear, every time uh, the Dursleys were on screen because I couldn't help but remember his performance in With Nail and I. With Nail and I uh, is a huge, as I said before, it's a huge cult film overseas. Uh, people, unfortunately, all three of the actors, well, two, since um, Richard Griffiths has passed, I'm afraid, but the two stars cannot go anywhere in public overseas without somebody yelling something about the movie. I very nearly got to see Paul McGann uh, the end of last year. I was I was preparing to visit him and uh, at a convention. Didn't get to see him. Um, specifically, I was going to have him sign my copy of With Nail and I because I was that guy. I, I'd i seen it in the mid-90s and it has this sort of um, really grungy, uh, young ones-esque comedy. And uh, sorry if that's another British reference that you're not getting, but... Um, the movie is eminently quotable. It's funny. It's it's vulgar. Um, the characters are unbelievably flawed. And they're on the farm by themselves for a great deal of time before Monty shows up. So you get to see them try to struggle with basic ideas like surviving. Like getting a fire going in a fireplace. Or perhaps making food for themselves. Uh, there's a bit with a chicken that is in particular kind of funny in a very um, <laughs> in a very pathetic kind of a way. As the movie goes, um, it's becoming clear that Marwood is the character that in everybody's life, in that squalid little den, he's the guy that's holding everybody together. He's the guy that seems to be the best at lateral thinking and saving the day. And it's looking very, very much like he's about to move on and actually become an actor in his own right. Actually become the thing that he wants and not just some sort of weird gothic weirdo hanging around in a dirty house like, unfortunately, with Nail is uh, destined to be. It's, it's a time capsule of 80s filmmaking. I know Bruce Robinson doesn't think much of how it's shot, but it's actually a pretty beautiful movie. Uh, it's, uh, well, I say beautiful in quotation marks. It's beautiful in the the dirty way that it's filmed, but the dialogue is spectacular. It's funny, and it's it's harsh when it needs to be, and it's touching when it needs to be. It's really the story of two friends. And one of these friends is growing away from the other one. One friend won't grow up, can't grow up, can't move on. And the other friend that takes care of everything is eventually moving on. So there's a great deal of pathos to be had with that. I don't know if With Nail and I is streaming on any services anywhere. I 
don't see it very much. I mean, frankly, my DVD is my main source for this movie. Uh, you'll find some of the best lines on YouTube, I'm sure. And the, as it continues on, the cult of this is only going to continue to grow and grow and grow. Um, it is a time period of the 80s and of the late 60s. Um, it's a movie that features enough authentic late 60s music to uh, have a sort of an unfortunate legacy in that after this movie came out, the family of Jimi Hendrix at that point really decided that they needed to knuckle down on how their music is being used in films. So the family of Jimi Hendrix uh, really started uh, aggressively taking the rights back to the music at this point after seeing it in With Nail and I. Um, oh well, say la vie. Uh, it is, it's just fun. And uh, you deserve the finest wine and cakes, and sometimes you deserve a movie that uh, is is touching and gross and really, really wrong and really, really right at the same time. It So I recommend everybody see what everybody in Europe has been talking about for the last, like, 30 years and find a copy of With Nail and I, or if nothing else, find some clips from it on YouTube. I don't think that you'll be disappointed. And I'll see you next time for another episode of No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. Looking for something new and exciting in comics? Perhaps that other dynamic duo, The Quick and the Dad. It's a love letter to the DC, Marvel, Archie, and Harvey comics of my youth. Available now in print and digital from IndiePlanet.com. Within the pages of The Quick and the Dad, you will find supervillains, dad jokes, strange, exciting worlds, really goofy supervillains, and bad puns. I promise. Each issue will delight and confound you in equal measure, and it's available now in print and digital from IndiePlanet.com.